Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast, where we will be sharing all things motherhood, farming, faith, rural living, and so much more. So grab your favorite beverage of choice and come hang out with your two farm wife besties. We are so happy you are here with us. Hello. Welcome back to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. It's just me today. Well, not just me because I would you guys wouldn't listen to that, but it's me and I have a guest this time and it's Miss Kayla Josephiak. Hey, certified life coach. I am. Yes. Finally certified. You want me to yeah. dive into that right away? Just go into it. Well, first, maybe introduce yourself because some people don't know who you are. A lot, yeah, lots of people. That's all right. So I'm Kayla Josephiak. Um, I am a Southwest Kansas farm wife, mom, do the farm wife thing 90% of the time. Um, I was a high school biology teacher. I had the opportunity to go back to teaching um, this year. And if anybody knows the state of uh, Kansas and how they take care of their teachers, it's not great. So financially, we just could not make it work for me to go back to teaching. I have a little one who would have had to be in daycare. And so my husband finally like had this come to Jesus meeting with me. And he just simply asked me, what do you want? Like the scene out of um, notebook, notebook when <laughs> Noah's like, what do you want? And I, I looked at him and I was like, I want to be a life coach. And Whitney, you know, Ty, so, you know, he's kind of, you know, a little bit of a smart aleck, but he looked at me and said, so you want to coach people how to live? And I was like, well, kind of, but no. So long story short, I had been researching life coaching, um, for the solid six years. And I was too scared because I didn't think that, um, anybody was going to hire a life coach. I didn't think like it was like a real thing. I didn't take myself seriously. And after I decided not to go back to teaching and we had that come to Jesus moment, um, I realized I wanted to dive in head first and become a life coach. So I enrolled for, um, health and life coaching certification through the health coach Institute in May. I just wrapped up my certification at the end of November. So I am now officially a certified health and life coach. Um, it is globally recognized my certification and yeah, it's just like, it's so freaking cool. Like I can't even, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to put into words. So anyway, that's what I'm up to right now. It's been a very full circle thing to watch you do it. So I'm proud of you. Yeah. Cause we talked about it. What? Like before having, I had Jenna. Yeah. Like, you were having a real hard time trying to decide whether you wanted to go back to teach. You really did, but yeah. it didn't, it didn't pan out. It didn't. And that's totally okay. Like my mom always told me, she's like, you're going to get this sense of peace. You're going to know. And I finally said out loud to my husband, I was like, I want to be a life coach. And I was so afraid he was going to laugh at me which is wild because like, he's my person and he didn't, he's just like, what are you going to do? Like teach him how to live. And I was like, no, like this is what it is. And then like, I launched into this whole thing and he's like, oh, like you did your research. I was like, honey, I've been wanting to do this for years. I just never took myself seriously. So it took God like pushing me. Do you go back to teaching or do you pursue this and do the big scary thing? And I pursued it and did the big scary thing. And it's just so cool. Like that's the best way for me to describe it. So cool. It is cool. It is cool. I made a, a Instagram post a couple of days ago about it's something about saying the scary thing out loud or admitting it to yourself almost even that is such a relief and just allows you to like move forward. Mine was mine was mine was as simple as admitting to myself and to others out loud that I did not understand the Bible. 
Yeah. Yeah. And there's like, power. I was, in- I was scared that people were going to laugh at me. And just like you said, like with Ty, it's like, I thought I was going to be laughed at when in reality, like more people feel that way than, you know. Well, and in regards to like me telling him finally that I wanted to be a life coach, I like, I've had n- numerous people reach out and be like, I've always had this dream in my heart. And I thought like it wasn't real or it couldn't be this thing. And it's just like, you have to admit to yourself what those deepest desires of your heart are because if until you admit to them you know one of the uh things that i had a super hard time admitting being a mom did not fully fulfill me yeah and i was like oh my gosh i am the world's worst mom because i just admitted that my four kids and my husband don't just absolutely make me the happiest person but i've also realized in this journey that i am a mom who thrives whenever i am able to do work as well as be a mom. And so whether that work be like working cattle or whether that work be life coaching, like having that thing, having that work for myself has made me a much better mom and wife because, because I have this thing for myself. Yep. Used to think it was so selfish. So often in motherhood, especially in the early years, man, do you lose yourself? Like you find yourself again, but, but look, how many years does it take you? I mean, my oldest is seven and a half right. and my youngest is 20 months. And I seriously, when I had my first baby, like when Nora popped out and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a mommy and a farm wife. And then I remember thinking like when she was six months old, I was like, this is hard. Like, I don't, I don't really like this all the time. And I never said it, never spoke those words aloud. And then I had Mila and then I was like, okay, like this is okay. And then things kind of started to fall into place because then Baker came, but Baker was my first NICU baby. And I like had to find myself like leaning on God to get through that. And then, I mean, that could be like its whole other podcast, but then right before Jenna came and everything that happened and like, I had to lean on God when Jenna was born. And then the more I leaned on God, the more I realized, oh, like it's- He called me to be more than one thing. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because I had built this up and social media had made me like build this up in my mind. Like I have to love every facet of motherhood when in reality I didn't. And I still don't. And that's okay. It absolutely is. Social media can make us feel a lot of weird things. Lots of- That aren't true at all. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of weird emotions. So you, you did this big scary thing and the podcast today is about investing in yourself. So you a hundred percent invested in yourself by, I did by paying the money to become a certified, certified life coach. Yes. I, yeah. And, and that's the thing, like I didn't necessarily have the means to invest in that at the time. It was one of those things where I prayed about it immensely. I mean, like I found a notebook when we moved to our new house and I had written down in 2018 when my second daughter was less than a year old that I wanted to have an accountability coaching business, but I had no idea what that looked like. And so even in 2023, whenever I decided to take the leap, like the means to pay to become a life coach, to get all my branding done, to do my website, like I didn't just have all that money laying around to go do that. Like I really truly did not, but I found a way. I had some hard discussions. I wrote an entire business plan with an ROI for 2024. Like I threw myself into it head first, not knowing really if any of it was going to come to fruition. And I remember my dad asking me, he was like, well, Kayla, 
what if this doesn't work? And I looked at him and I did not miss a beat. And I said, if this doesn't work out the way I have it planned, I know God is in this and he's working it way better than I could have ever imagined. Mm, I wish you would have said, what if it works? Well, I thought that, but like in my heart and soul, I knew even if it didn't work out the way I had it written out in my business plan and my ROI was higher or lower than what, you know, like Mm -hmm. even if all the specifics didn't work out, I knew, and I still know God is in this job, this calling of mine. And so I know that he's going to find a way to provide without a doubt, like he's going to. For sure. I think it, so we wanted to talk on investing in ourselves because we've both got several irons in the fire that are a hundred percent God callings. I I mean, I can say with a hundred percent certainty doing cultivating courage, especially like seeing the women come in the room, the humbling feeling I get, it's not even anything to do with money. Like I have to do the money side of it to like pay for the food and stuff <laughs> to Which make is it so good <laughs> to actually make it work. But it is the feeling you get when women like come up and say, this was the best thing I've done for myself this year, or this is the best thing I've done for myself since motherhood. And it's like, that is why I'm doing these things. It's is those women. Well, and I, I mean, I can tell you from a firsthand account, like the reason that I have taken the leap and thrown myself into my faith and my journey with all of this, a huge reason is because I attended cultivating courage. I mean, it changed my life. You saw me last year at Cultivating Courage. My dad had just been diagnosed with stage four cancer. I didn't know if he was going to be at Christmas this year. Like it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And after Cultivating Courage, that's when I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to create fortitude. And, and I wrote a Bible study and I, I remember thinking and telling my mom, who am I to think I can write Bible study? Because I don't know everything about the Bible. Right. It's like, you got to just trust that God's going to guide you. And he did. And it was phenomenal. Like, it's just, it doesn't come without like scary feelings. It doesn't come without, oh my gosh, is this going to work? Is this going to flop? But just like listening and having that discernment from Christ, you have to start there. Absolutely have to start there. You do. And as far as investing ourselves, you and I have both invested in ourselves in several different ways. I've hired a life coach. I now have a business coach that I'm working with. Um, I did therapy, like something I never thought I would ever tell anyone in the whole entire world because I was mortified that I had to have a therapist. Granted, I'm not working with one anymore. I feel like just taking the step and taking a few sessions with her did so much for me. And again, did I have the money to really be doing that? I want to say no, but I did because I am a very non-frugal spender. I use Amazon far too often. I, I buy stupid little things that I don't need. I don't always have a grocery list with me. Sometimes I just buy whatever is on the shelves. So sometimes you have to let the aisles talk to you in the grocery store. (laughs) Not, not my tummy talk to the aisles. (laughs) Cultivate by definition means to prepare and use to break up in preparation. It also can be used as to grow or maintain. That's exactly what Cultivate the Retreat is meant for, is to maintain and grow your faith. It's a time to be poured into by others, since we so often as women are the ones normally pouring and more times than not with an empty glass to pour from. Registration is officially open, June 6-9, 2024, Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri. 
Myself, along with Lauren Eppersbacher, who you may know more commonly as from Blacktop to Dirt Road on socials, have curated a weekend digging into your Bibles, studying specific chapters, ready to dive in on repentance and forgiveness, and smashing the idea of shame when you fill your lack of knowledge with the Lord. A private in-home chef, hour-long massages, and plenty of time in the water off the home's private dock, where conversations will be had, relationships will be built, your faith will be tested and renewed, and you will leave better than you came. More info can be found at www.farmwifeguru.com slash cultivate dash retreat. I have prayed for the right women to come to this. Maybe that is you. So investing in yourself isn't always an easy, I don't want to say it's an easy decision. I don't want to say that, hey, it's $415 to come to Cultivating Courage. I know you have the money. I don't want to say that because it's it's not always that easy for some people. But if you take the time to really pray on it, like you were, we were talking before this, like find actual discernment. And if you want to be going to this thing, if you feel the pull to go to something or to do something, I shouldn't say go to something, to do a Bible study, to get a life coach, to, I, there's so many things happening on social media that it gets a little messy and confusing, but I feel like whatever you have prayed on and you are truly needing, you should invest in yourself. You are worth, you are worth that. Yeah. And how many times as moms do we, I mean, not how many times, like we for sure all put ourselves on the back burner. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, Kayla, five years ago, um, exhausted, new mom. I was pregnant. I just like, it was like this whole thing. And I thought, no, if you just keep powering through, just keep taking care of your kids, like everything will be great. You don't need to do anything for yourself when in all reality, that is what I needed more than anything. And I'm not one to like sit here and be like, you have to get a monthly massage. Like, no, No. I'm talking about those things that are going. And if you do get a monthly massage, I'm not judging you. Um, But like, you have to do those things that or take part in those events or take part in those retreats or whatever you, you pray about, you find that unwavering peace that you're only going to get from God. You find the people that you can interact with that you will, that, that will essentially lead you closer to Christ. I, I coach, I life coach from a very faith-based, um, idea, um, because, my true why, my true calling of why I'm life coaching is because I want my clients, I want my women in fortitude to know Jesus better after they've come in contact with me. Mm-hmm. I do not care about if I have bazillions of followers or if I make X amount of dollars. I truly do not because at the end of the day, like, and I have known from a very, very young age that I absolutely want those around me to know Jesus Christ better whenever they meet me or whenever they come into contact with me and remembering that has made it easier for me to invest in myself. So I too, I have a business coach. I have a life coach, a little disclaimer. If you hire a life coach and said life coach does not have their own coach, I would definitely dig in and see like what kind of credentials they have, um, what kind of work they're doing to work on themselves, because whether you want to believe it or not, life coaches themselves we have to keep growing and bettering ourselves so that we can do a service for our clients. Well, it's a heavy load if you don't, if you don't do those things. Yeah. Yeah. But I absolutely hate, hate, hate the saying, like you can't function on an empty cup or, you know, like we can't pour from an empty glass. I really don't like that saying at all. I wish we could figure out something else, but it's so freaking true. 
Well, yeah. I mean, it's the most think accurate about statement, but I wish we could figure out a different quote or motto to go with it. Yeah, I'm not that clever to think of something like that right now. <laughs> but like not expecting you. You have to you have to take care of yourself. Honestly, the very first part of my life coaching program, which is a 12-week program, the very first thing we do is we figure out how can you prioritize yourself. And how and sometimes it's as simple as going to bed by a certain time. Like as moms, as women, agriculture or not, like we have to find a way to prioritize ourselves and our health and know that it is not selfish. It is not meaning like it's it's not us just like wanting to do all these things for all the accolades. No, it's so that we can genuinely figure out who we're supposed to be in Christ and then we once happy you're life. there you can find that true, true joy that you're not going to get from anything else. You're really right. not. Right. And like for me, for an example, just today, I have done all these things. I've been super swamped busy, but I have not done one thing that is just for me. So I've been in my mind saying all day, I want to go on a walk. I want to go on a walk. But first I'm going to fold this little laundry. Then I'm going to take the trash out. I'm doing all these things that make our house a home, but they aren't anything that has filled my cup yet. And it's just how we function. And I hate that. But even if investing in yourself is going on the damn walk, go on the damn walk. (laughs) And I'm talking to myself. So after this, I'm going on a walk for 20 minutes. If that's all I get, that's all I get. (laughs) And that's the thing, though, like taking a walk, taking even 20 minutes or 30 minutes to do a workout. Like that is one thing I have prioritized every single day is I have to get some sort of mindful movement. I have to get some sort of sweat broken and exercise because that's how I reset and don't become like super worn out, super crazy. But some people might be like, oh, I don't have the time to do that. Or when in all reality, what are you prioritizing in your life? That's what I truly want to ask. And you know me, like I am one of those people, like I ask questions that make other people feel uncomfortable a little bit. And so really, if you're listening to this today and you're like, well, I don't have time to prioritize myself. I don't have time. Do you want to get better? Do you want your life to improve? Because if you do, you need to step back and look at what's really important. What do you want to make a priority? And those things that are kind of like menial or don't really like matter that much, let them go. Don't have anything to do with them. Yep. A hundred percent. So when you're thinking of investing yourself, there there are so many things on the internet now that you can invest yourself in. But I truly think that if you feel called to go to something and it's just keeps tugging at your heart. The first thing I I've always told people when they message me about cultivating courage or cultivate is I really want you to pray on it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I'm not going to talk you into anything because I don't want, I don't want to do that. I don't want to talk you. I'm not a salesman. Yeah. Yeah. It's not me. Um, It's funny that you say that because I actually had this conversation. I was at my parents this last weekend and I was helping them AI cows and my parents raise seed stock. So they have a bull sale every year. And my dad made the comment. He said, you know, in 32 years of raising bulls and having a bull sale, they've never pressured anyone into buying a bull. They have had repeat customers. They had had people show up because of their reputation, because of their product. And I feel like that's the approach I take as well with Fortitude, which is my women's group um, retreat. It's virtual. But, you know, I've had people ask me questions and the very first thing I tell about them or I tell them about it is, do you feel called to do this? Are you feeling like God is tugging your heart in a way to either do this or not do this? 
And some people is simply the financial means, but some people it's, they don't know if they can commit the time. And so the very first thing I'll ask is, what are you doing with the time you do have? And, you know, I kind of come at it from a life coaching standpoint of you can absolutely decide whether you want to go to an event or whether you want to take part in a virtual retreat or any of those kind of things. But you have to ask yourself those really pointed questions. Do you have the financial means? If you have the financial means, are you willing to commit your time? And then you truly do need to pray about it. And some people try to rush it and they're like, well, I don't know. I don't hear a clear answer from God. And I look at those as opportunities. Why don't you, why don't you give even more of your life than just this decision? Why don't you give even more of your life to God? And like, are you actually listening for an answer? Just because you're listening for what you want to hear doesn't mean that you're actually hearing the answer. Yeah. Because whether we want to believe it or not, God always speaks with perfect clarity. There will always be an answer, but you're hundred percent right. Like, are you listening or are you already getting a preconceived notion or the answer in your head before he gives you an answer? And then that's what you go with. This all is kind of full circle because like motherhood and being a farm wife, we have a lot of things we can't control. So we absolutely have to give them over to God. Like you have to, yeah. otherwise you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to get stressed out. Like there's going to be all these things. And so whenever you make the decision or want to intentionally invest in yourself, you got to give that decision over to God. You really, truly do. And like you've said, like there's so many things on social media and there's just so many, just, there's a lot of noise. There's a, there's a lot going on in the Instagram world and on Facebook, but you truly have to ask yourself, is this event, is this product, is this retreat, whatever it may be, is it getting me to the person God wants me to be? Yep. And you're not going to make that decision. Like I, I highly recommend if you're wanting to invest money in yourself, don't impulse buy something that's high ticket. Nope. And, like, I, and I'll be the first to admit I have impulse bought an online course. I don't really remember exactly what, what you would call it, but it was the worst money I ever spent. I did not I did not enjoy what it brought to my life. And so then I did not, like you were saying, I didn't commit my full time. So then I was like, this isn't for me. I'm wasting my time. And then it was just one of those things. Like I remorse, I had buyer's remorse the entire time. Well, and I've always heard this saying, and I actually have adapted it much more to my life now um, than I did 10, 15 years ago, is if it costs over $200, or $100, whatever you're comfortable with. If it costs over $100, give it 24 hours. Because number one, if it's something that's on sale, of course they want you to buy it because that's an impulse. Like if right. you see the word sale, there are neuro neurons in your brain that are going to like freak out and see sale and you have to buy it. Give yourself 24 hours. And if it's something you can't stop thinking about, then truly ask you know, just have that conversation. Be like, God, what do you want from me in this? Do you want me to attend Cultivating Courage? And I mean, do you want me to do that? Do you want me to attend Cultivate? Um, do you want me to, you know, do you want me to- yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, when I have discovery sessions with clients, I tell them, I'm like, I don't want you to make this decision today. Some of them have been like, yes, I'm on board. And I'm like, that's great. But I want you to talk to me in two or three days. Because I want you to truly think about this 
I want you to know that it is a time commitment. It is a financial commitment, but they also know that like, I'm not going to pressure them to spend that money right away because I want them to make sure like, this is what they truly feel in their heart and have, and, and it's where God's leading them, not just where like, oh, I have to do this right now. Yep. hundred percent. I remember at Cultivate this year, um, one woman, I don't remember what the question was, if it was like something that you struggled with getting there or what it exactly was, but she said she felt super cold, um, didn't buy the first few tickets that came up, but then bought a ticket. And then two days before the retreat, she, she actually did try to back out. She emailed me. She realized she couldn't get her money back. So then she rethought it. She still wanted to back out. And then she said, all of a sudden I felt a calling, a a hard calling that I really needed to go. And it turned out in one of our sessions, we covered like anxiety and the stuff that was trying to keep her from coming. And she just said, this is why I was supposed to be here for this right here, what we're talking about. And it's like, that hit me too, because how many times do you buy something and then you kind of back out? Because if you're, I'm a super extroverted invert which doesn't make a lot of sense, but I am. And I'll like commit to, for instance, we have dueling pianos next Saturday, but when Saturday comes, I'm probably going to be like, Oh, why did I buy these tickets? <laughs> because I get that's that. how I am. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, like it all goes back to, and I probably sound like a broken record. Like people may be logging off now. I don't know, but like I go back to what's God's hand in all of this. Like you have to start searching for him in every single aspect of your daily life. And, and so whether it be, okay, you sign up for dueling pianos, that's an opportunity for you to hang out with Bart and like hang out with your friends and have a good time. And in those moments where it's like, oh, why did I sign up for this? You know what? It's because you want to go have fun with your friends and your family. It's Satan. And, it's always yeah, Satan. Oh, when, when there's sure. clarity, it's always Satan. Satan's going to leave you anxious, confused, angry, upset. And Jesus is going to leave you calm, peaceful, filled with love and excited for the potential and the possibilities. And so if you're experiencing anxiety or you're experiencing anger or you're experiencing some feeling that you know is not good, is not from God, then you really do need to step back from a situation and ask yourself, where can I find God in this situation? There's a song. I can't remember what it's called, but um, it's a Christian song. And one of the lines is, um, if it's not good, then I know God's not done. Mm, that's good. Yeah. I wish I could remember. And then I'd sing a little rendition right now, but I'm going to spare you guys. that. I, I know you do have the voice of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so bad. Oh, I can sing. All right. I was in honor choir in high school. <sighs> so end of story, invest in yourself, but make sure, I mean, make sure, make sure it's in God's plan for you. Yeah. The best advice I could give And, you know, like shameless plug, you've got Cultivate and you've got Cultivating Courage coming up. I'm opening up one-on-one clients um, for January and I have Fortitude, which is my online women's retreat launching. I mean, you and I amongst ourselves, like we have four big things that we have going on. And yet I am am 100% and I know you are too, the first person who's going to say, if this is something that you truly don't feel called to do, I don't want you to just do it because everybody else is. I don't want you to just invest because, oh, this seems like it'd be good. Like, let's just give it a try. I, and I know you do too. I will tell women, listen, 
I want you to pray about like what you're hoping to get or gain from this event, from this interaction. I want this, I want you to really truly seek that peace that you will only get from Christ alone whenever you're making this decision. And if it's something that you can't stop thinking about, if there's just like this excited yearn in your heart and then you just know, then find a way to make it happen. I mean, I'm not sitting here and telling you to be a bump on a log. Like, don't just like think about it all the time and never act, but really get that peaceful Jesus driven discernment and then go for it because there will be good that comes of it. There absolutely will. And until you get the courage to actually try and do those things, you're never going to know if, if they're for you or if they would change you or any of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing I wanted to touch on this. You have to be willing to, and able to admit, okay, that wasn't what I wanted it to be. I failed. Um, you know, you have to be able to admit that there could be a downside to something that you invest in. in Yeah. Just like I said, I had a, a online course I took that it was not for me. I mean, it was one of those things that I, I impulse bought for sure. I didn't pray on it. I don't, I don't know what I was actually hoping to get out of it. I just did it because everyone else was. Yeah. And, it was and so what did you, what did you learn in that moment of, Oh, I impulse impulse bought this. This wasn't what I thought it was. What did you learn? I learned that I don't want what other people want. And you learned that, Hey, let's give this a little bit of time. Yeah. Like, Let's pray about it. Let's find that discernment because. And like you just said, what do I want to get out of this? Because I did not go into that course with that in mind at all. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it stunk because you spent your money and you did that. But in the same breath, you knew, okay, this is not what I want. And so I'm going to take a step back from this and I'm going to go a different direction. Or in, in another sense, it wasn't, it wasn't me investing in myself and something that was going to actually fulfill me. Yeah. There are only certain things that are going to fulfill Whitney and only Whitney. And there are only things that are going to fulfill Kayla that will only for you. It's not for everyone. Yeah. Following the, following the mold is not always, it's never a good choice. Well, and in that same breath, like, you know, different people choose and need to do different things. There are going to be women that will have their lives touched by being in a fortitude group. And there will be other women where that's just not their jam. And that's okay. Like, like we are all individual humans that Jesus Christ, that God created. And so we're not all supposed to be doing the same thing all the time. Like, absolutely not. We are not, this is not a handmaid's tale. Like we're not about to be doing any fulfill us. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So let's end it on if people want to find you, if people want to sign up for Fortitude or for um, your life coaching, how can they do that? Um, And so if people want to reach out, if they want to find me, I am on Instagram. Um, I actually have two accounts. I'm very soon going to be launching this new one. You can give it a follow, but there's no posts there. Um, But my my account right now is at Kayla Joseph Yock. Um, you do have to request to follow, but then I'm also launching Kayla, the Christian life coach. So if you want to go give that page a follow, that would be awesome. Um, launching more life coach, very like intentional posts there in that space. Um, I also have a website, Kayla And then if you're interested in joining fortitude or in one-on-one coaching, uh, just shoot me a DM or send me an email at hello at Kayla And I, um, would definitely be in touch. 
Um, my last name is not super easy to spell. So we'll probably, <laughs> you'll probably add that in the show notes maybe so that people yes. know exactly how to spell Josephiak, because if you see it, you might not know how to pronounce it. Accurate. So you've got fortitude coming up. You've got your certified life coaching now. Yes. So fortitude is a 90 day virtual retreat. Um, every person that signs up for it, which I'm already over halfway full for that one for January. Um, everyone gets a retreat notebook. They get some goodies that I send them. We have a weekly zoom where we go over the Bible study that's within the retreat notebook. Um, new this time around, there's a, there's a notebook within the notebook where you can journal, have your own space. Um, and that launches on January 3rd. And then yes, one-on-one life coaching, um, I am taking new clients for first quarter of next year. Um, all of my clients that I had this last fall, they all have the opportunity to re-up and um, be be a client for me again. So spaces for that are incredibly limited. Um, but yes, yeah, certified life coach. I am taking a few more new one-on-one clients in January. I'm so proud of you. That's so cool. And with that, Letty is getting mad. I'm sure you guys can hear her screaming. She, no, has given, she has given me the time that I am allowed and that is it. But I know that Ky- uh, Kylie's got big things coming too. So be sure to stay tuned with that. And yeah, Cultivating Courage is full. I'm so excited to see everyone that's coming in February. I'm so I pumped. Literally cannot wait to see women pour into that room again. It's going to be so great. Oh, I get chills thinking about it. It's so good. It is. So thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm ending it with a quote. Allow your heart to hold on to hope, even when, even if. Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Thank you, Pinterest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, thank you. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. You can follow us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at Kylie Epperson underscore. Be sure to follow or subscribe to Midwest Farm Wives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in each day. Stay grateful, friends.